How's your day going so far? Do you have plans for the afternoon? You know, on a day I can go by, well, it's about time, Jeff. <laughs> on any given day I can go, uh, I, I don't do this much anymore, but I can go to the bank, to Trader Joe's, and then to Sprouts, and I can hear that all three times. How's your day going so far? Do you have plans for the afternoon? And they don't care. <laughs> and I never tell them. Uh, but I'm really serious this morning. I'm trying to be funny about that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to be funny. But uh, I have a purpose for it, and you'll see. So in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to encourage you this morning. Uh, maybe it's an exhortation. It's just an encouragement. And I want to encourage you with some really good things. I want to encourage you with a prayer from the Divine Liturgy. And I want to encourage you from the Epistle. And I want to encourage you from the Gospel. It's important that we pay attention to what we pray, you know, as much as we can. Now, I don't want to put you under a pile. And it, what I'm doing this morning, it's easy to try to, you know, to put a guilt trip on. Uh, uh, it's really important to avoid that, even if we're guilty. But I, I, I'm not trying to do that. So I want to start with a prayer from the liturgy. And if you will turn in your text, if you have a liturgy booklet, turn to page 34. And on page 34, you're going to see a prayer that we pray, we sing it. We, we sing a lot of prayers. And we sing this prayer after we receive communion. And it's a grand prayer. And here's the prayer. Let our mouths be filled with your praise, O Lord, that we may sing of your glory. For you have made us worthy to partake of your holy, divine, immortal and life-creating mysteries. Boy, that's a mouthful. And now there's a second petition. We just finished one petition. Now we're going to give another petition. Keep us in your holiness all the day that we may meditate upon your righteousness. Okay, now if we pray a prayer like that, now there's, there's two petitions in there, basically. The first prayer is, Lord, let our mouths be filled with your praise. Why? We got a purpose clause here, I think. Some people would argue it's a result clause. I would argue it's a purpose clause. In order that we may sing of your glory. Well, we need our mouths to be filled. You know, we don't fill our mouths all by ourselves, do we? You ever tried to fill your mouths with the Lord's praise? Well, you can, but it's a lot better if he helps you. So we pray, let our mouths be filled with your praise, O Lord. Why? In order that we may sing of your glory. But now, it's really good if something else happens. So we have another petition here. Keep us in your holiness. Why? In order that all the day, all the day. Woo! This is why i got to be careful not to put you under a guilt trip. Because do you have plans for the afternoon? Well, that's what this is really about. <laughs> it's about your afternoon. In order that all the day we may meditate 
upon your righteousness. Now, what is our response to that? <clears throat> Hallelujah! 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 Three praise the Lord's on steroids. That's what a hallelujah is. It's a praise the Lord on steroids. It's a super praise the Lord. That's our response. Now, what a prayer. Now, the, where, this, started, this started months ago. You know, when you, only, when you give a homily about every six weeks, you know, you're working on them all the time. And so this one's been, this one's been simmering for about uh, uh, two or three months. And uh, the, the, whole, the part of it that got me most was in order that all the day we may meditate upon your righteousness. Now, a, a lot of us, especially as the fall approaches, in order the, the afternoon we're going to meditate upon football. Or we're going to meditate on some form of entertainment. Or we're going to do something, but, you know, so often... I, uh, Father Nicholas, maybe you ought to bring your stole up here. I don't know, but maybe I ought to do a confession. But, you know, I don't do very well at meditating all the day, especially on Sunday, upon his righteousness. Uh, just sort of a little aside, I do a lot better meditating at night, like between 12 and 2, because I'm awake every night roughly between those hours, every night. And I assume it's going to be the rest of my life. For some reason, I don't know why, but I sure do a whole lot better about meditating on his righteousness uh, all the night than I do all the day. But I want to meditate on his righteousness this afternoon at least a little bit, a little. But I'd love to do it all the afternoon, okay? How do you do that? How can we go about meditating on the Lord's righteousness. It's not a super secret. It's really easy. You have got all kinds of things to help you. You know, you all ought to have a copy of the Divine Liturgy at home. If nothing else, you know the little red book? It's got the liturgy in it. But there's all kinds of stuff in the little red book. Or, you know, do you know that you can go to the Archdiocese website? It's so easy. You just click on the Archdiocese website, and do you know that the daily epistle and gospel are there? I mean, oh, just two clicks, and you're at, the meta, you're at the gospel and the epistle for the day. You have all kinds of stuff. You have all the prayers of the divine liturgy. You can, if you meditate on those, you're going to be meditating on the Lord's righteousness. In particular... Every Sunday morning, we sing the Beatitudes. Whoa, that's, that's the super place to meditate upon his righteousness. The Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are the meek. This is where you get a picture of his righteousness. Uh, not the only place, by the way, but this is where you get it. And of course, any time you read the scriptures, the whole Sermon on the Mount, the entire sermon, you're going to see it. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, except your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will in no wise enter the kingdom of heaven. 
So what does he do in the Sermon on the Mount? He tells what the righteousness that exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees is like, and that's his righteousness. Or you just look at his life. I'll say a little bit more about that in a, in a moment or two. But you just look at him. You just look at his at what he did. This is why the, the epistle is so important. Peter and I have done something in the last several months. We, we just finished it about a week or two ago. But we read uh, all four Gospels together. It took us a while. You know, some days we just read a few minutes. Some day we'll be, you know, 15 minutes. Some days 30, sometimes 45 minutes. But we read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's a delight because you get a chance to see Jesus. If you want to know what righteousness is like, take a look at him because everything he did was righteous. So if you want to meditate on his righteousness, it's not rocket science. You have all kinds of tools. You, the Gospels, the Epistles, St. Paul, he, he meditate on him. Meditate on the saints. St. Paul says, be imitators of me. You know the rest of the verse? Even as I am of Christ. I want you to imitate me, says St. Paul. The reason I can exhort you to, to, to be like me is because I imitate Christ. So you can, you can meditate on, on the Apostle Paul. You can meditate on the Apostle Peter. As a matter of fact, in the epistle this morning, we read, wherefore, since we also, we also, uh, uh, in addition to all the Old Testament people, we also are encompassed about by such a great cloud of witnesses. What great cloud of witnesses? Well, for us, it's basically what you see all around here. See, we have a cloud in here all the time, don't we? There's always a cloud in this church. And where, the, where you see the edges of the cloud, the silver lining, well, there it is. All these pictures. You want to know something about meditating on his righteousness? Meditate on them, since we also are compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses. Now, here's where you get over the problem of this afternoon. Let us, since we have this cloud, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us. Looking unto Jesus. Oh, you could give 20 sermons on that without even thinking hard. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter, the finisher of our faith. You just look at him. You look at him, that's what, and you'll see his righteousness. Now, just so we don't miss a piece here, because... That second petition is said, you know, first let our mouths be filled with your praise, O Lord, that we may sing of your glory. For you have made us worthy to partake of your divine, immortal, holy, divine, immortal, heavenly life, greeting, mysteries. Keep us in your holiness. It's, it's really good if you can be kept in his holiness all afternoon. Really good. Now, now how did we get to, what do you mean keep us in his 
keep us in your holiness. It doesn't say keep us in our holiness. It says keep us in your holiness. Well, how did we get that? How do we get kept in it? <coughs> in a few minutes, the priest is going to say, the holy things are for the holy. Who are the holy? Well, we are, but of course we have it in perspective because what's the next thing we're going to say? One is holy. One is the Lord Jesus Christ, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. But look, if you see, this, this prayer comes right after communion. So what have you just done? You have just received Christ into yourself. You received his body and his blood into you. Do you have a sneaking suspicion that that might make you holy? How could it do anything else? Jesus said that if something is on the altar, it is made holy by the altar. Do you know who the consummate altar is? It's Jesus, the consummate. If you receive him, you received his holiness. The big problem is being kept in it because we try to escape from it because we got all kinds of gimmicks that help us escape. Oh, I've got a list a mile long, and I use them regularly. But we, so we pray. We pray. Oh, Lord, keep us in your holiness. Yeah, we sing it, but we need to pay attention to the prayers we sing. Keep us in your holiness that all the day, you see, if I'm kept in his holiness, it's going to be easier all the day to meditate upon his righteousness. Hallelujah. 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 Well, that's a way to spend an afternoon with a bunch of hallelujahs. Just filled with joy. Okay. Now, just one last word of exhortation. Oh, you say, Father John, it's hard really difficult. Oh, you're putting us under a pile. I had plans for the afternoon. And they did not include meditating upon his righteousness. I had plans. Or some of you, many of you, you're saying, you know, I really like that. But it sure is hard. Well, it is hard. Everything is against us. All kinds of stuff competing for our attention. So, uh, is it worth it? Oh, is it worth it? Well, that's where, that's where I wanted to just say about the epistle. Jesus says, and everyone, everyone. You know, first he says to the, to the apostles, you know, Peter says, well, oh, oh, Lord, oh, is it worth it? We've left everything to follow you. And, oh, this is hard. Well, it was hard. Well, I guess it was hard. They got killed all but one. But then, and he answers for the 12, but then he answers for us, too. Because he says, and everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, or whatever I might do this afternoon. For my name's sake, 
will receive, here's a really good deal, will receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. You think it's worth meditating on his righteousness this afternoon? You know, I would just, all, I said at the beginning, all I want to do is just encourage you. So when you go home, uh, don't be under a pile, but remember what I said. Pay attention. That I, I just sang, I prayed this morning. I prayed, let my mouth be filled with your praise, O Lord. I, I like it better, let our mouths be filled with your praise, because I, I like to know that I'm praying not just for myself, but for all of you, too. And that you're praying for me, too. It's nice to have us all praying for each other. Let our mouths be filled with your praise, O Lord, that we may sing of your glory. Uh, and then keep us in your holiness. That all the day we may meditate upon your righteousness. Hallelujah. 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 So, have a good night.